On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out how Resident Alien begins the Saharless era. If Sheriff Mike Thompson will blow his chance at romance on an all-new Resident Alien. And if Mike and Ryan are happy or sad that the podcast returns to an hour long next week, it does all that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. And welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only podcast that covers every live-action TV show based on the comic book, period. I am your host for the evening, Mike Gravano, and I'm sorry I almost made us have to watch A Walking Dead next week, but I will not go there. We're not doing it. Let's move on. With me is my favorite guy, my gal pal, it's Ryan. Man, uh, I don't know what F word you were about to say. But when you switch to favorite right at the last second, I'm going to assume it was fucking piece of shit and no other F word. But uh, Mike, it's so good to be here. Do we have anybody else to introduce or? We don't. It's a, it's a Mike and Ryan mess around. Wow. What is this? 2009? <laughs> that is the last time. It's not the last time it happened, but it's the last time people enjoyed it happening. Yeah. And it was the day we met. Mm-hmm. And they went, I will enjoy this for one hour and one hour only. Oh, you guys are going to keep doing this week by week? I walked up to you the day we met. You were about to talk to me. Very excited. Uh, mm-hmm. I put one shush finger right on your lips. Yeah. And you stood there as I quickly set up microphones because I didn't want to not, not podcast a single thing we said to each other. You just, you read my face. You're like, you have a face for podcasting, my new friend. Well, it's a, it, that's such a fucking, man, you <laughs> took that radio joke and you recycled it so good. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Podcasting sort of is the new radio in this day and age. What? Uh, yeah. I think they're very different. I read your face. People are giving me a lot of credit for, like, I discovered me and you in that moment and how yeah. great we would be at podcasting. But when I read your face, it said, hey, do you want to do a podcast with me? And so... Me- I wrote that on my face. Yeah, it was backwards, and I could not read it at all. And it was dripping like I had teardrops, but it's because I had just gotten out of podcast prison. And you were excited to meet me, so tears are coming. Yeah. I mean, you were a legend. Mm. And I couldn't believe we were meeting you. And as you did the shh, we had no idea what our show was going to be. And I said, shh, what that could, that's the name of the show. But what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? It's the superhero show show, of course. Of course it is. Shh. <laughs> right, everybody and that's how it, we shush. were formed. Shush. Um, I don't know if you recognize me and my legendary status or if you recognize my uh, sort of handler who he's the one who catches my Kate Cope. Cope? Mm-hmm. No. Coat. Your Kate, Kate Cope. Kate. Shut up. Hold on. Kate. Nope. Cape Coat that I throw off right before I perform, right. as most podcasting legends do. And you were like, oh, look at that Cape Coat. That's Ryan. I said it right, correctly, the first <laughs> well, time. Yeah, you're a natural podcaster. You did that right. Yeah, I do love that. You can't say that phrase unless you're quoting somebody else who said it correctly. <laughs> and then you nailed it. And your handler, not only does he catch your Cape Coat, but... Did I do it right? Mm-hmm. But he also wipes your mouth and your butt, just like an animal handler would. Yeah, unfortunately, he does the thing where it's like a 
conveyor belt all the way around my body. Uh-huh. So you just so that first wipe is great. Yeah, for both. For both. And then it's gross for both. Well, the second one, I can get some spit in my butt if it's my own. I don't care. But the butt in my right. mouth, no, not a fan. See, the problem with. Uh, is after you eat like a big piece of chocolate cake. It's not just that there's spit. It's that now there's chocolate globules all around your a hole. Yes, chocolate. What are you eating in the mouth? That's just poop. That's actually poop in my butt. Don't eat the poop. Hey, congratulations! We talked about poop in the intro for the 457th we consecutive week. I really, for some reason, thought this time the disgusting girls aren't here, so we're not going to do it. It's just the polite boys. Just the polite boys. Polite boys. We, they, they even were like, you guys could probably take the week off. There's nothing going on. And we went, you stupid beezies. It's the best show of the season is on right now. It's Resident Alien. That's what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> on this week's episode of Resident Alien, Asta tricks Joseph on another date so Harry can break into his house. Darcy joins Harry against his will, and Joseph actually knows that this is the plan, and so his plan is to trap them in an ever-shrinking laser box. Meanwhile, Sarah wants to move out of their house, and the mayor doesn't want to. That's correct. I know Sarah's name, and will never learn the mayor's name. Mean, meanwhile, Sheriff Mike is being squirrely about his girly, and Max is trying to make new friends. Ryan, bud, I ask you this. We often hear the superhero show show say, Resident Alien is about relationships more than anything else. And this episode moved a lot of relationships forward. So which one do you want to dive into first? Oh, wow. Um, I am going to go with the one that struck me in the heart the most. Um, and not in the way like Cupid. Uh, in a way like his uh, evil brother, Stupid, shoots arrows in order to um, end relationships. And that is Sheriff Mike Thompson um, is having a crisis because... and Mike... Get yeah. this. His girl, his girly that he's squirrely, mm-hmm. likes to pay for things. And I and he's upset by that. And I cannot tell you a plot line that me and you would relate to less in the history of television. You and I are uh, gentlemen who enjoy when the lady pays. What, what, what's the word for what the internet calls us? Uh, leeches, <laughs> dirt bags. <laughs> Foot fetishes. Um, uh, I'm currently wearing a backwards cap. Uh, showing like you you know when it's always like a dude in sweats and a backwards cap and a woman dressed to the nines. Uh-huh. I, I'm really dressed to that stereotype right now. Not to be a traitor to our generation, but why do boys dress like shit? They always look like they just fell out of bed. Yeah, we're both in wrinkled band T-shirts. That's that. That is not <laughs> a lie. We're we're dressed in our formal wear right now because they're black T-shirts. But um, you know, Mike is going through this with his. Girlfriend, she Sheriff Mike. Sheriff Mike, excuse me. And also the this Mike, but our our wives are both at work right now while we're podcasting yeah. for no money. Um, they really bring it in. <laughs> and um his girlfriend catches on to this and says, You know what, dude? I uh like to do things for people I like. One of those things is getting them nice things. She was gonna take him on a vacation, uh fully yeah. paid, and just ends it right there. And he is he's an old school guy, doesn't show emotion. Um Looked like he was on the verge of tears, but then oh, yeah. she, she hit him with the second one. Um, you know, like he said, I was I was really excited about meeting your son, and she said, but "Yeah, but that's why you never did." Yeah. And walks out, and he yeah. is stung. This is the the least cartoon character he has ever been. And then the follow up to that is the deputy finds him uh, at the diner or at the bar, and 
she they first about work stuff and he's probably mean to her. And then he says, Hey, what's her face broke up with me? He remembers her name. Sure. Uh and she says, Oh, I'm so sorry. Renefany. Um, Renefery. And she says, I'm so sorry if you don't want to be alone. I'm making uh, Joe's favorite tonight. And he's like, what's that? She says, turkey meatloaf. And he goes, nope. <laughs> and then she just gives him like a nice, friendly, their version of a hug, pat on the shoulder. And he gives her like the most genuine smile. And with their both their eyes, they are saying, I love you. And then she walks away. Uh, all of it, the, the sheriff's whole arc. Well, And he still had great sheriff uh, well, one-liners. We're definitely going to get to that because we always do. But uh, <laughs> It's a different relationship, too. Um, there's still more, Mike. I don't want know if you want to go full spoiler in this episode that's only been out for a few days. And please, everyone, watch Resident Alien and then listen to the show. Um, now available on Peacock. He wakes up in bed next to Judy Pooper. Oh, yeah. That, that was who uh, leans over in the normal, like, if somebody's like, oh, no, I'm in a coyote ugly situation, which we all know means. And it's a phrase we've all always said. Uh-huh. Uh, you would chew your own arm off to get away. And remember when that uh, movie came out and they really were like, guys, we've been saying this phrase Coyote Ugly for decades. From Coyote Ugly to Hall Pass to what's another movie that acted like a phrase we've all always uh, said? Sliding Doors. Like Sliding Doors. Uh, Scream like 4. on 34th Street. <laughs> um. We- be- uh, the sheriff is having she a time. Sa- she she leans into him and he's like, "Oh no!" And then she starts sucking her thumb because Judy Pooper understands what Judy Pooper is all about. It's true. Um, Judy Pooper is, of course, a character on the show that was cast and has dialogue. Sheriff Mike Thompson. We still don't know if that's true. No. He is always walking into scenes and just we being it. He is a key grip who just wouldn't stop walking onto the scenes, and so they gave him a role. Here's a uh, quality reference and timely as well he is that guy who would keep parachuting into sporting events in the that is 70s. timely <laughs> yeah and i understand it <laughs> wait he might have showed up on one of the baseball bloopers i used to watch as a kid all the time even though i did not like watching baseball he uh he was best friends with john 314 the guy with of the clown course. wig they were best friends mm-hmm. uh and they begat the cutest shaman this, the relationship I wanted to talk about the most tonight is the relationship between Parachute Man and John 314. And, of course, the Q Shaman. And, of course, lest we forget the Q Shaman. Uh, let's dig into a meteor one. And this would be Henry and Darcy. I mean, Asta is there. She's the invisible third. But it is Darcy and Henry actually growing to support one another and not just be equally jealous of each other's friendship with asta sure um a bit of a leap i would say even from last week because oh i thought you meant for me what i was claiming the show was doing <laughs> okay uh a bit of a leap for you who clearly did not watch the television program but um i feel like darcy was on pace to spend more time hating him for the lies hating him for asta right uh darcy is full of anger she's a little spark plug that one um but <laughs> i i like when I think about this all the time with comic books and also with TV shows that aren't, you know, succession, pristine, prestige, right. blah, blah. Um, if you've got something that you don't really want to handle, if you're just like, I wish we could fast forward to when Darcy and him are just like go on a mission. Just do it. Just. And especially because what you want is the animosity. And talk succession does this very well is we are on the same side and we hate that instead of we are not on the same side and we hate that. Right. Because then you're always like, why don't you both leave the room then? Uh, but now, no, 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 we are friends who now dig at each other. Reminds th- me of two guys who started a podcast long ago. 
Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen? Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. Um, despite the la- uh, the loss of Sahar this week, uh, this is a big ensemble. And yes. you do need to f- keep figuring out ways to put different people together in the same room, even if that room, Mike, is shrinking. I do like when they find out the laser room is shrinking. So they, they're, they're in Joseph's house after she forces him to help her climb up. If she, she's very impressed that he can just climb up with his fingertips up a wall. But uh, he cannot fly. He cannot fly. And she's like, can you fly? He's like, then I would have flown. Why would I climb? Uh, he fucks it up. He says she's going to fuck it up, but then he gets distracted by pizza. And then he goes, what is this glowing thing? Laser box goes around them. Wait, hold on. Shrinking. Can we analyze real quick? What's his name? George? Envergo- the alien? Yeah. The gray? Yeah. Joseph. Joseph. Can we talk about Joseph's Looney Tunes Acme level trap planning here? Yeah. Where he sets a pizza out on the table. That he that Harry automatically Ooh, goes and pizza. eats, but puts the uh, what do you call them the spicy red flakes? Yeah, on the other side of the room, knowing that Harry will go get those, and then the laser box will come up. Well, he would check the pizza, and also he doesn't want to slice his kitchen table in half, which the laser <laughs> box did to the coffee table. Sure, um, put the pizza on the coffee table where the red flakes were. Shit! Goddamn! Yeah. Come on. Guy, I or Joseph. Joseph, we can call him Enver. He's our friend. That handsome, handsome Enver. Uh, and as the laser box is shrinking, Darcy says, "Does alien technology make us get bigger?" And he goes, "No, that's dumb." She's like, "Oh, then this room is shrinking." <laughs> that's so Darcy. And this introduces us. I, I guess it's also relationship based. So Max and Harry have gone back and forth between they, they hate each other, but they sort of get along. I kind of can't remember what made them start getting along. It's probably Sahar. Uh, like at least work together, if not fully get along. Uh, Max has made friends with the other weirdos that Sahar wanted to set him up with. I assume that's who these kids are. Yeah. And he keeps trying to prove Henry's an, Harry's an alien. And Harry's just like, no, I'm not. And Max looks not just like, oh, we're adversaries, but like, you're hurting me because even though we say hateful things, I think you are my best friend right now. He's saying that with his little eyes. But they show up because he's tracking him. And that's how Darcy and Harry can get out is if Harry reveals it. But he still doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want more people knowing he's an alien. So he says, I am not. I'm just a stupid human. But the man who lives here is an alien. And then hey, Max knows all this because he is the alien tracker. So the kids who have been following Max around all day. Stop making fun of him. I, I think the issue with Harry and Max, if I may, is I'll uh, allow it that Sahar is um, like a very smart, funny person, easy to get along with. Max is almost like a Will Ferrell character as a child, and but not like enjoyable to watch. Uh, still, the worst part of the show. I think that he's dropped way below the mayor at this point. I'm starting to kind of like the mayor. I yeah. This was a good mayor episode. Um, and so he will do things like get really cocky or uh, put way more faith in himself than he should. And sure. I would like to say to him, much like I say to all children that I meet, stop. You're not that good. You're not that cool. You're actually closer to a moron. Shut the fuck up. And I think that that's what Harry is sort of saying. That's why it's so hard for Harry to like be in a constantly nice relationship with him. Right. Do those kids you say that to, do they ever take a step closer to you and say, now I'm even closer to a moron? Oh, they better fucking not. <laughs> Flip that back on you, son. I want to hit something that you had mentioned earlier. You, for one brief second, called Harry Henry. And I yeah. would like to uh, enact a law 
Uh, if your name is Harry or Henry, you are also Henry or Harry. Yeah. They are too close together. And if somebody messes that up, you need to just be cool with that. You need to just deal uh, with it. Asterisk, Ryan Bryan, Mike No, Mitch, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tim no, Tom. no, 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 no. If you call me Brian, we're going to have words. We're going to hit each other with surfboards. But that could be I chewed a ho-ho for one extra second and that added a letter. What the fuck are you talking? What kind of ho-hos are you? I mean, I would understand if you were chewing alphabet cereal. And as you said, Ryan, a bee. A bee flew out. Flew out and landed on my face, creating a Brian situation. Sure. <laughs> I don't understand how ho-hos come into this equation. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of chewing and you'd say something a little funky. I guess I'm sorry. I was trying to give everybody a pass with names that are very similar as Harry and Henry. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I think this is a very specific Harry Henry thing. Why is that? Because they're too close together. All Harrys you've met are Henry. Wait, all that, Henrys you've met are Harry. Yes, I mean they're always or like Hank. That's short for Henry, right? I don't know. It is. I think. how it's so it's so barely shorter. I know. Um, and like introduces new letters, which I yeah. Where where that, new letters are in play? Where did that K come from, guys? Oh, alphabet. Uh, the I, I don't think we knit that it's not a relationship Asta and and Joseph but their date is great when they're both the cards are on the table and they're trying to mentally one up each other and she realizes he's kind of an idiot and he's like tell me everything and she says Henry's real name is Mork that's her like if he lets this slide and then she just lies and mostly tells him about Mork and Mindy uh, I was uh, kind of bummed that the girls weren't on this one because there are like uh, bridge to the future. Yeah, and were their bridge to the past, and what percentage of the girls would have been like, "Oh my God, a Mork and Mindy reference"? Hilarious. Mac, Mac likes Mork and Mindy. I think Mac likes Mork and Mindy. Uh, she just feels like somebody who I what I see in myself and her is somebody who watched TV way older than they are, and so didn't know how to talk to kids their age. I mean, I think it's also paying attention to stuff, which Mac is the yeah. only one who does that. Uh, because I've never seen an episode of The Honeymooners. But I feel like right. I know everything you need to know about the Honeymooners. Yeah, based on Flintstones. It's based on the Flintstones. <laughs> it's based on Flintstones vitamins, actually. It went Flintstones, as far as like uh, the, I don't know, timeline of humans, it goes mm. Flintstones, Honeymooners, Jetsons. That is... Of course. You're one of those three types of humans. You're one of those three. If you don't choose, it chooses you. Look to your left, look to your right. If you're not in this room, no one else is either. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's them, uh, going to, when Joseph gets knocked out because yeah, and, he gets dad out and daughter, you're never going to keep him down. Uh, both know something's up with this date immediately in their own ways. Uh, Joseph tries to manhandle Asta out of there. Her dad gets in the way. And so he does the alien triple blanket. He goes, Oh, you're an alien. Ooh, yes. who gives a shit? We do need to talk about, um, this like threatening thing. Usually what humans do is like puff their chest or like step yeah. a little closer or uh i don't know uh pull their ears out and then stick their tongue out cross yeah, their eyes i like to do that one um but yeah do you think this is an effective alien taunt if you had never seen it it would be scary and you'd take a couple steps back probably and they could get by you but if as uh her dad says you can't throw a dead cat around this town without hitting an alien <laughs> Also, why are you throwing dead cats? Uh, well, it's yeah, he's seen them. It's actually more humane to throw a dead cat than a live cat. That's very true. So, throw those out of here. Uh, so they knock him out. He wakes up. Harry's, and then the back and forth between Harry and Joseph. I know Joseph leaves at the end of this episode, like leaves patience, but I think he's going to join their crew. 
that's this kind of show, which is a Legends of Tomorrow kind of show is there's enough chemistry going on because they're back and forth of it's that paper game kids play of like war and you get to draw one thing and add it. So you're like, oh, my, I have a tank. Well, I have a Sarlacc pit that would eat your tank. Well, I have a flycatcher that would destroy your Sarlacc pit. Yeah, they spent a lot of money and more importantly, stunt doubling on a fight scene yeah. that doesn't happen in the reality of the show. Uh, but Mike, that's actually called something else as an adult. I don't know about this paper game where you draw a tank, but uh, uh, they just played D&D together. <laughs> <laughs> and then the NPC of the refrigerator slash window repairman always comes in and hogs the fight. I do have to say, um, I couldn't relate to the fact that Sheriff Mike Thompson is upset that his girlfriend wants to pay for things, but I could definitely relate. I am a fucking magnet to the worst hired people. Like I, will, I know it. I will get people that always suck every time, but like they never suck silently. They never suck real quick <laughs> and go home. God, I hate all of these people. Uh, I do want to give it up to Gary Farmer real quick because based on who's that are doing the best of the year TV comedy and TV drama, uh, TV drama out very soon. Um, Gary Farmer, this was sort of the year of a ton of shows about natives or indigenous people and there's not that many of them that get phone calls so this guy was in resident alien obviously but reservation dogs the curse he has been all over the place all year this is ash's dad ash's dad alien. i'm sorry yeah yeah so it was kind of surprising he didn't show up on echo yes exactly uh but there were other people from reservation dogs and the curse in echo yes so um good you know lots of and those were all really good sh- those were mostly all of the non-Marvel ones were really good shows. So yeah, and Killers of the Flower Moon. A lot of our friends were on in that too. Really? Uh, uh, yeah. The Echoes gr- Grandma from Echo. Uh, grandma from Echo. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cardinal. Maybe it was just her. Um, I do want to talk about one thing real quick. I don't know how much time we have, but uh, we are coming out of watching all of the best TV comedies and dramas, and also having that age-old and by age-old I mean like decade or so old argument about what is comedy what what is drama this show would be almost because almost only because it's an hour long and not 30 minutes long labeled as a drama but let me just pitch to you the first three scenes of this episode okay uh opens up with harry and his or uh, max and his friends going to harry's house Mm -hmm. harry calls him a shit animal (laughs) and then they leave and Harry hears something in the background, and it is, in fact, Max tasing himself, and his friends are dragging off a unconscious little boy. Um, we get the second scene is we get a taste of Judy Pooper Realtor. Oh, it, it cut in a way. There's a certain kind of editing that lets you know the director said, "Hey, actor, go nuts for a while." <laughs> and Judy Pooper just improved real estate bullshit for thirty minutes, and they cut it down to three. And then it cuts to Sheriff Mike Thompson before his. Um, plotline really gets cooking cooking which is a lot about uh taking only fans feet pictures of the sheriff <laughs> the, and they, the mayor and they, ne- the they mayor, never sorry. really explain why because at a certain point he just walks in the mayor's office and takes his shoe off yeah uh before that gets cooking um we get a long speech about how ghosting is a misnomer because ghosts talk all the time very matter-of-factly it's he does back-to-back that and then his next scene is another very long diatribe about he Pools are just nut tea because other people's nuts get soaked in the pools, and that makes nut tea. Um, so 
that conversation aside about how uh, Succession is funny and the bear isn't, but one's a drama, one's a comedy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Resident Alien, these three scenes back to back to back, you don't have to have watched every episode. You don't have to be into the comic book. These were three, like, if I put them against all of the shows that were nominated in our bracket for best comedy, these three in a row would compete with any of them. And I think that's the best way to... Uh, recommend Resident Alien to people. Uh, I look. I don't just because of my TV watching habits. I don't love when we get wrapped up in the Linda Hamilton plot line. Right. You know the whole X Files of it all. That's not my favorite part. I I love how this episode, as you mentioned, as the host of this segment, just mainly focused on relationships. That's my jam. But yeah. this is one of this is one of the ten funniest shows on TV. For sure, it is. Uh... To the point that my wife does not watch this with me, but she will sit down and watch 10 minutes at a time with me and then walk around the house being Alan Tudyk because <laughs> it is just funny enough to incept you. And, and just no idea what's going on. It's right there with that impression where no one can do it perfectly, but everyone thinks they can do it and they try. Yeah, and it's always going to be good. Ryan, let's get to moments of the week. I'll magnanimously yet let you go first because I have about three. Okay. Uh, I think I said a lot of these, but... Um, the one that really got me, this is the hardest to explain, which I'm glad I'm doing it on air for my moment of the week. Me too. Is uh, Darcy says to Harry when he's up in the window, if you don't let me up, I'm going to tell everybody that you kick dogs. And his response is, I don't kick dogs. Who is making up these lies? <laughs> and Darcy's reaction of, it's me. I just me? did. Right. Like I, you, you were right here when I made up this lie. Is uh, that is Darcy and Harry in yes. a nutshell? No, not a nutshell. A nut tea. Uh, and the stinger of and people will believe me because you have a dog kicking face. <laughs> I do not have a dog kicking face. Uh, I got three, and I'll run them down real quick. Do you have more you wanted to mention? No, I'll just uh, interrupt you and say yours. Louder and quicker than you do. At the end, uh, Joseph and Harry have been having the tete-a-tete, and Joseph is leaving patience, and he, but he grabs a porcelain duck near Henry Harry's fuck Harry's front door, uh, and Harry says, "I don't even care about the one." And then he throws on the ground and breaks it, and then he mutters, "It was my that was favorite. my favorite." <laughs> uh, and then when the laser box is closing in, Darcy says, "When I was little, I wanted to be the best skater in the world." And you wanted to kill everyone in the world. Those are big goals. We are special enough to find our way out of here. Uh, And then at the end, uh, the mayor, after seeing his feet so much throughout the episode, he's like, I have a lump I need to get checked out and wants to show Harry. And Harry says, I do not have internet kink foot money. (laughs) This show's beautiful. Resident Alien is on Sci-Fi's on Wednesdays and Peacock on Thursdays. Ryan. Yes. That is all the time we have and all the shows we have. Can I, uh, real quick though? Yes. Um, I do have an idea for maybe like to earn us some money. I know Harry doesn't have that kind of foot internet kink money, kink money but I wanted to really quick create a website called lumpfoot.com because apparently lumpfoot <laughs> is not available on these foot fetish websites, Mike. Why? It- why? <laughs> Why? Why? Um, so that's the website that I'm building this week. Do you want to help me? Lumpfoot.com. Lumpfoot.com. And is it just pictures of lumpy feet? Not lumpy feet. Foot with a lump is... Okay. That's sexy. Lumpy feet, that's disgusting. A bridge too far. Right. 
Do, okay. do, do you know how to build that? I do. I I need so badly for lumpfoot.com to exist. Ooh. And I don't. You're an idea man. You're not an execution man. No. Well, you don't wear the black hood. You don't carry the big axe. So you need to go to my friends at cybersprout.net. They are design experts. They're well-versed, Ryan, well-versed in digital strategy and elegant design. And they combine the two masterfully, which lumpfoot.com needs. They're going to work hand-in-hand with you. Foot and foot. Foot and foot with you for the goal-driven design to make your website reach the right kinky customers. They'll give you tools and training, easy that it feels, custom templates, drag-and-drop tools, backup, maintenance, security, optimization. I'll say it again. Optimization. We know what these words digital cyber spread <laughs> cyber sprout dot net your partner for the digital world. Ryan, while we're talking about websites, are there other websites you like? Oh, my God. I would love if you went to potfilter.co because that is where we have all of our podcasts. Uh, we throw up an article every once in a while. Articles such as a and uh, the 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 biblical the. Uh, that's potfilter.co. While you're there, uh, throw a slash Amazon on that, potfilter.co slash Amazon. Make that your new Amazon bookmark. It's the same old Amazon, but uh, we get a little a piece piece, a little a coinage. Hello. A little potter pudding. A little cha-cha-ching. A little bit of sound effects from that MIA song. A little bit of money in my life. Oh, I like that one. So popfilter.co slash Amazon. Uh, other websites include uh, lumpfoot.com, right? Are we all done with yeah. websites? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hit us up at your pop filter on Instagram for all kinds of fun things there. You know how Instagram works. And, oh, our uh, YouTube channel. We never promote. Oh, yeah. We're on YouTube. Dude. If you want to hear our voices, but watch little squiggly lines that go up and down as we're talking. That's what fucking YouTube's all about. Pretend they're stink lines from our stinky bodies. Our stinky, stinky mouths. Hey, and shush fans. Ryan's are because he has that weird, his handler has that conveyor belt butt mouth wipe system. Okay, yes, it does give me occasional bad breath. I'm sorry. It's it, My poop is in my mouth. Um, we're all sorry. Shush fans, superhero shush fans, I do have to say that... Uh, you are out there getting trashed by Movie of the Year fans. Yeah. I need you movie to go to YouTube fans. and watch, listen, watch, listen to some shows. Watch and listen and comment and be like, Movie of the Year fans suck. Yes, we need to start a They have stink right mouths. <laughs> Mike and Ryan also, on Movie of the Year are bitches. We love superhero show show Mike and Ryan. They're very different guys whose voices sound very different. Uh, you should probably check out Movie of the Year. We're going through the best of the year. Uh, I think Ryan mentioned that earlier. We're about to do best TV dramas are about to hit, then best films, and then back to we'll pick a random year out of a hat, and then we're going to go down deep dive into that year. I'm going to start the the wheel of years right yeah. now. I'm going to start spinning it now, and then in like three or four weeks from now, when we start the next season, it'll land on the perfect year. That's how hard you spin, son. <laughs> That's how hard we spin. Contact at popfilter.co. Uh, if you have messages for us, mm-hmm. what kind of messages could they give? Well, um, I'm sure that our 950th episode is coming up soon, so you want to uh, send us some emails. Get us. That is, we've been doing this so long. But also, like, let's say that you were like, um, I really would appreciate a review where Mike and only Mike goes to see Madame Webb and then talks about it, but nobody else on the show does. Do that because I've heard that it's a Mike kind of movie. 
contractually, so a lot of feet. Contractually, <laughs> spiders. I'm man. obligated. If one person, <laughs> spiders do have a lot of feet. <laughs> if one person emails and says they demand that, I will do it. Okay, we need one email, and it's going to be real embarrassing over the course of the next month if you don't hear this Madam Web review, because that means that we got yeah, zero, emails. literally zero emails. Uh, or you could say I email and beg you not to do that. <laughs> don't do that. If any of those, I will uh, filter out. I will pop filter out. Contact. I'll print them out. Put them through a paper shredder. (laughs) Uh, That's all for this week. Next week, we are covering episode three of Resident Alien and doing our dondest to not talk about the premiere of The Walking Dead, colon, The Ones Who Live. I want this titling thing to become a thing. Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. Reservation Dogs, The Ones Who Are Cats. I think that this is, (laughs) this should be the new way we talk about TV. Pen 15, The Pens That Are 16. Instead of uh, being clever and thinking of a new title, you just add a colon. Yeah, Mr. Mrs. Smith, colon. Pen 15. Pen 15. (laughs) Maya Erskine. Here we go. For Mike and Ryan, for Mike and Ryan, enough said. period in so many weird places in that sentence.